0: Hello, Jeff. We're live. Hello. we're live. Are we live?
1: <laughs> All right. We are. This is live, and this is we're breaking new ground here because we are in the car on the way back to the stadium from the airport. I'm with ex Oakland Raider linebacker coach Robin Ross, who's at the wheel <laughs> right next to me. That's there's Robin over there. And we are bringing you coffee with coach and we ain't got no coffee, but we're, you know, we're in we're in a traffic jam. But we didn't want to waste another minute. Because we got an unbelievable guest today, Devon Best, ex Miami Dolphin wide receiver, ex University of Hawaii All-American, and Pro Bowler as in his time with the Miami Dolphins. Welcome to the show, Devon.
2: Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I look forward to it to the
1: conversation as usual. You know, always it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Hey, um, this this summer we went through uh, kind of a tough. All of us that are UH guys have a heavy heart because we lost, you know, probably the greatest quarterback to ever play, certainly at Hawaii and one of the greatest to ever play the game and at the collegiate level, Colt Bre- Brennan. Um, what Just quickly, Devon, before we start talking about the Dolphins, just give me your, your recollections of Colt. And I know you guys were close, close friends, but just what he meant to you. Um, he, he meant a lot to me, you know, um, it's, 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 it
2: gets harder and harder every time, you know, to really talk about, uh, the person he was and what our relationship was and what he meant to me. But, uh, everybody know that Colt was a giver, you know, uh, he would give you the shirt off his back, you know what I mean? And, uh, I just continue to have these, uh, these vivid memories of him just always, uh, being positive, you know, showing love, especially to the children, you know, which is most important. Um, you know, it's unfortunate, you know, the circumstances that went down and how it went down. But uh, I just say that, you know, it's a it's a learning lesson for all of us. You know, life is short. You know, we just got to continue to, uh, you know, not take things for granted, you know, especially uh, life in general, because it's, it's, it's precious. You only get one, you know, but uh, Miss Colt, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to you know, try to live out his legacy. And, uh, you know, do what I can to make an impact and make sure others don't, don't kind of, you know, follow through those same uh,
1: mistakes that he and I made in the past. Well, you know, it was such an amazing thing to be a part of that and to watch the, the relationship of you two guys who grew up really in t- totally different worlds. He's a Southern California kid and, you know, went to modern day. You you know, you're an Oakland kid and, and uh, you know, for a Northern California guy, come to University of Hawaii and become fast friends. And, you know, every time I think about him, D, I cannot help but just see that smile he had, that yeah, man, incredible smile. Yeah, man, for sure. That's a, that, that's
2: what I was going to say, man. That smile would just, uh, it will light up a room, you know what I'm saying? And it was just so genuine. You can just see it um, in, in his face. But, yeah, man, we came from different backgrounds. And uh, when we got to UH, we both was, you know, coming coming off of you know getting getting second chances, you know, so it was just something that that really resonated with the both of us. Is you know, as far as making the most of our second chance, and you know, June Jones giving us that second chance and being able to, um, you know, do what we did. You know, I remember vividly the first time we met. We 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 basically talked about everything we accomplished um, the, the the three years uh, that we were there. You know, and it, and it just made everything that much more special. So. Uh, He would, you know, he would always have a place in my heart, you know, his family as well. And uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's been tough, but you know, like anything, you know, you just got to keep chipping away and and get through it, you know?
1: I hear you. Hey man, let's talk a little bit about the Dolphins. Now, you know, obviously (laughs) you ended your career with Cleveland, but your best years were with the Dolphins and you're loved and remembered fondly in that city by that fan base you look at them right now, D, and they're struggling at one and four. Yeah. Two has two has been hurt. What's your take on this football team?
2: Um, you know, we we all had high hopes entering the season. You know, we looked really really good uh, on paper. You know, um, but that's the thing about the NFL, man. Um, you gotta, you gotta stay healthy. You know, we've been depleted with injuries starting with, you know, Tua, you know, he's the, he's the captain, he's the leader of that team, you know, for him to go down, it's kind of been, been a trickle effect down to the other guys, you know, who's, uh, who's, who's bagging him up and, you know, the other guys around him. But I think the team uh, has a lot of, a lot of potential. You know, I like the way coach Flores' mentality is, you know, he's a, He's a very smart, uh, very, very uh, detailed guy. You know, you need that to be successful. But um, you can only go as far as, you know, your guy who's up next. You know what I'm saying? The next guy has to be ready because uh, the NFL is all about who can stay healthy uh, because it's a very, very long season. But um, I think I think they have hope. You know, hopefully Tua can, you know, bring that spark back man, and uh, get us back on track.
0: You know, man, you think you're getting through an interview really well, and then you ask Jeff or leave a question, and Jeff just disappears. I just
2: rolls up on us. Huh?
0: <laughs> I'm hoping this He'll might work here. He, he, might, he, he might come back. He might come back. I, I'm just going to jump on what he's going to ask next, okay? Obviously, man. Okay. Okay. Early game for the Dolphins this weekend, going up against the Jaguars. Um, as somebody that had a career in the NFL, did you ever get a chance to go overseas yourself, or was it You just know, you know before? I, I
2: missed it. I missed it. So the year before I got there, 2007, they had played in London. And then uh from oh eight to two thousand and twelve, we didn't go to London. So I was just like, ah, I missed the trip. I've never been across the pond. Was really looking forward to it. But um yeah, I've never I've never uh played over, over there, man.
0: Can you hear us, Jeff?
1: Um, you can hear he, us, Jeff. I can hear you now. I'm sorry I lost the <laughs> bond. You know, he started to answer that question about the dolphins park. And and I lost my I'm I'm two minutes from the stadium. So as soon as I get to the stadium, I'm doing their Wi-Fi. I got really shaky internet here in Canada. So uh,
0: the funny thing is, I can actually if, if I listen effectively, I can hear Jeff Devon. So I, I'm not sure if you can hear him, but hopefully we'll we'll get there in, in two minutes. And um, I don't know, Jeff. Do you do you want to ask a question? Can you hear us?
1: Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was interested to hear Divine Do- started to give me his take on on you know the Dolphins starting out one and four and and uh, he was talking about the injuries and I think a significant
0: thing Xavier Howard still is not one hundred percent. Yes, sir. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I was just just going on what Jeff said there. Obviously, Xavier Howard not one hundred percent and. It really was. into – I'm not going to say the unknown this weekend, but even for the next few weeks, having to go to London against a team that is, what, five hours drive away isn't mm-hmm. probably the best thing for them, but they're going to have to adapt to this situation. And, by the way, I can tell you right now, I know you're on for another six or seven minutes. Jeff's Wi-Fi will pick up at the stadium, I can tell you for a fact.
2: <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, man, I mean, that's a, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's a unique situation. You know, it's an in-state rival almost, so to speak, but they go on – thousands of miles, you know, just to play the game. You know what I mean? But um it's all about the experience. It's all about, you know, the NFL trying to, you know, broaden the game and, you know, take it overseas. You know, we got a lot of fans over in that uh, fan uh, over over that region as well. So this should be fun. It should be exciting. Uh you know, Trevor Lawrence versus Tua, you know, that's 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 a nice little matchup, you know. So we'll see who get the best.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see it myself. It's gonna be interesting because it's so it's so close to the midpoint of the season. It's it's a fascinating matchup in the sense that they have to really win, and hopefully by that point Jeff will be back before kickoff on Sunday. But uh, do you strive to get up at nine thirty a.m. for a game if it's on in London, or or, or is it difficult even as a former player or NFL fan doing that? I think Jeff's coming now. Happy days, Jeff. He's not coming. Is he? This is just.
2: It's loading. <laughs> I can see it loading. To answer your question, though, um, for me as a
0: as a fan now,
2: it's not hard at all. I'm early. I'm up early anyway. I'm an early bird. So that doesn't affect me at all. But um, as far as a player, I'm I'm sure it can affect a lot of players with travel and getting the proper rest and the proper nutrition. You know, all of those things play uh, play key factors into uh, your performance. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and you're also you're you're also talking there about the international aspect of the game. I can see Jeff's getting out of his car, so it'll be another minute or so. But talking about games in Germany next year as well. I mean, that's that's going to be pretty Ooh, cool man, as well. Really, you can see him laughing here. Like, look, look at this. Yes, there's three cities that have been announced for for Germany. Jeff, are you are, are you coming on, Jeff? Is this, yeah. this is the plan? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I I honestly man, like Jeff was in Hawaii for. Um, four or five months oh two like two months after the season and every week his wi-fi would die out and this is the first time since it's died out i'm just gonna just presume just, just give me a thumbs up jeff when you're ready but uh i'm presuming he's ready i, I think he's ready i'm I ready think you're ready there we go all right
1: there we go there we go there we go hey hey i'm gonna tell you something it's never 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 easy but we get through, <laughs> it. We get through for it. sure for sure hey t- let's talk about tour and, okay. you know, here's a guy with such high expectations. Obviously, you know, Devon, when you're drafted in the first round and you're a quarterback, that, you know, it comes with certain, you know, expectations. But, mm-hmm. you know, what do you, what's your take now? And here, I, I see some things in the kid. I was concerned when, when he came out of Alabama just about his, you know, his physical structure. He's not a big yeah. guy. Right, All and right, you know the right. pounding that those guys are going to take. Yeah, then he yeah. then he goes through two coordinators in his first two years, and and that's got to be tough. Hmm. Um, now, coming off this ankle injury, I, I hear I feel a growing sense in the football community, and certainly in the Dolphin fandom, that there's concern about is he that guy? As you watch yeah. Herbert, you know Herbert, you know light it up, and you watch Josh Allen light it up, and Kyler Murray light it up, and Where Mm -hmm. where do you think he's at right now?
2: Right now, um, I mean, you hit it right on the nose. You know, it's the whole health thing. I think that's the only thing that's kind of holding him back from from being elite. I think he has the package. I think he has uh, an amazing accuracy, you know, amazing accuracy. um, He has good pocket awareness. He can scramble. Um, He's very smart, very intelligent, can read defenses, can read coverage. But none of that matters if you're not out there on the field. You know what I'm saying? So from that aspect, I just think uh, I really believe he has to, um, you know, really take pride in in making sure that his body can take those hits, can take those beatings. Now the guys that we just talked about, um, Justin Herbert, uh, he's he's a big, big strong guy. You know what I'm saying? Big live arm, all all the intangibles to be a successful uh, NFL quarterback. But um, I think, you know, he like like I said, he's just much more physically gifted, much more physically strong and built. You know, Tua he's a little smaller. Um, but yeah, man, it's 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 an uphill battle. But at the same time, uh, you know, they drafted him in the first round for a reason, you know. Uh they they have time. They have time to groom him, they have time to uh make sure he's he's doing the right things and um I just feel like if he can, you know, continue to stay with the same coordinators and stay with the same receivers and kind of grow, you know, have a have a nice core package with him as he grow and develop. I think I think he can be that guy. I think he can be elite in the NFL. But um, we all know that uh, the NFL is 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 an acronym for not for long. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> so hey,
2: you
0: so,
1: are, if, you got that right, bro. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> There is, it's about what have you done for me this week? Yes,
2: sir, yes, sir. And yeah, man, um, it's, a, it's a show me now, put up now type of game, type of business. You know, you got to put up right now. And
1: then, um, you know, I, I'm rooting for him. I'm a big fan and uh, hopefully he can come through, man. Uh, hey, now talk to us about, and, and kind of give our listeners and our viewers a peek behind the curtain. What it's mm-hmm. like, you made the transition successfully from college football to pro football. Mm-hmm. Now, what were the't
0: My God, man. I have to say, Jeff, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Jeff out and put Jeff in again. I think that's uh, just Yeah, I can't hear Jeff. him. I can't hear him. Uh, Jeff, uh, if, if you can hear me, you are, you're killing me right now, man. Here we go. Here we go. It's here all, right. Go. He's all back. right. It's He's... all right. Jeff, can you see us? <laughs> Hold on. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. All right. It's, it's all great. good. It's all good. Man, I literally was typing up something. We've, we've got like two or three minutes left. Right. Right. So basically, you know, what's your thoughts on the situation this weekend? Can you see the Dolphins getting out of London with a win or – What's your thoughts on that Dolphins Jaguars matchup this weekend in London? Because look, it's a sellout here. You can't get a ticket unless you're paying over over face value for a couple of tickets. Oh so wow! What's your thoughts, man? Um, they they I think they I think they
2: should win this one. Um, hopefully you know the line can stay stout and uh, protect Tua. Let him step up in that pocket, man, and just do what he do. Throw them darts, man, and the receivers catch the ball and do their thing. I like Miles Gaskin. You know, he's a scat back. He can catch the ball, make people miss. I, I love that. Um, you know, and 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 Jacksonville, they're struggling right now. You know, so why not uh, use this win or, or use this game for a a confidence builder? Why not use this game for some momentum to to try to, uh, to flip this thing and get on the winning streak? You know what I'm saying? So every game in the NFL is important, but um, you know, this this is a good game for them to to, to try to bounce back.
0: You them to try and back, bounce back and talking about bouncing back. Jeff, the internet's not going to bounce back. I know you're a busy man, so I'm going to thank you for coming on, man. And look, uh, where can we catch you on social media? Have, have you got a Twitter account, Instagram account? Yeah. Do you share that? Yeah, I got uh, my Twitter is uh, devonbest
2: 15 my Instagram is devonbest 15 and uh, yeah, my LinkedIn is Devon Best. So yeah, just uh, yeah, those those are my social media networks. I'm uh, pretty active on them, not too much, but you know, I'm, I'm still in the mix. And uh, yeah, feel free to reach out whenever, man. You reach got you got time. whenever y'all want to do it again, y'all just let me know, man. Shoot me a text,
0: email, or something. It's all good. I'll, I'll make sure Jeff's either in the Tell- stadium or 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 his Wi-Fi at that moment, Jeff. Ah uh, yeah, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Let's make sure he got some Wi-Fi wherever he at, man. So it's all good. <laughs> Thanks a million, man. I'm going to get Jeff's Wi-Fi sorted out, folks, and we're going to bring on the Dolphin UK fans in a second. Uh, Devon Best, thanks so much, man. Have a good day. No problem. You too. See you guys soon. Are we back? We're back, Jeff. You can hear me. Uh, dude, I, I don't know what's going on here. Like, It's all good. It's all good. Look, we're, we're live. It's all good. I put it back soon up. It's all good. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, just stay on. We've got uh, Lee from Dolphin UK on. We've, we have we were chatting to Devon there. He, he reckons the Dolphins are, are, are going to get a win on Sunday. Uh, we'll bring him on, yeah? Yep. So it's uh, Lee from Dolphin UK. It's one of the Dolphins' biggest fan groups in the UK.
3: Lee, how's it going? How you doing guys?
1: Lee, tell me, are you stoked? Are you excited to see your fish in
3: London? I'm excited anytime I get to see the dolphins. I was lucky to be at practice today. It is like Christmas morning for me. How's Tua look? Give us a give us an exclusive. Shop. Doesn't he look good? Yeah, I mean I mean I only saw saw one drop during the, the twenty minutes that were open to the media. I mean, take from that what you will, but um It's definitely a very different practice than when I last saw them over here with Adam GaSe. Completely yep. different, wildly different. I mean, <laughs> it's, it sounds obvious, but yeah, but you see it with your own eyes. Crazy.
1: Hey, listen, we had Devon Best on, and we talked. You know, ex ex Dolphin, great Devon Best, Pro Bowler yeah. w- during his time with the Dolphins. And I apologize because the interview got all whacked out because of my shaky <laughs> my shaky internet, but. Uh, it was interesting to hear him talk about Tua and about where Tua is at at this point in his career and about, you know, the pressure that he's under as a first-round draft choice. And all of a sudden, Herbert takes a step and Josh Allen's taking a step. And, you know, it's one of those deals where, you know, I think Dolphin fans are waiting for Tua to, to you know, be, show that he is just as good or belongs in the category in the conversation with those guys. What's your take?
3: Yeah, I mean, you can't blame people for for being impatient. Like the fifth overall pick, I think there's a bit of a mis a misunderstanding for for me that he's in his second year. He might be, but if you only start the half of, of, of last year, then it's you know you haven't seen a, a, a full season's worth of games out of him yet. And I think preaching a little patience is probably probably worth it. I don't think it's a direct comparison right now to to say. Herbert would have been better. I know a lot of people were screaming i Herbert is better right now. Not arguing with that, but th- there's a lot of things to work on in Miami. It, it, it's not just tour. We've seen that. It's kind of the silver lining of him not having been there the last three weeks. You can see the problem is, is is far bigger than tour that the Dolphins are having. Well, I think one of the
1: things that's been tough on him is the fact that, you know, he's been with two different offensive coordinator, maybe three now, offensive yeah. coordinators. And I don't care. You know, you may stay with the same playbook and all that, but it's always different when you've got a different guy that you're trying to please. Um, I, I think that exercise – I think it really I agree with you. I think the fans really in Miami need to exercise a little patience with the kid. Um, you know, they got to keep him healthy. they got to keep him on two feet and they and they got to give him a chance to... You know, they've done some things to get some playmakers around him. Now he just needs time with those guys to develop rapport and to develop chemistry. And, you know, I think this is a big, big week for the, for the Dolphins. At one and four, as disappointing as that is, you know, I don't know if they can catch Buffalo, but I certainly think second place in that division, which may qualify for a playoff spot, is certainly within reach. What's, again,
3: what do you think? Oh, for sure. I mean, this is the week where they have no choice but to get it right. Like, um, if people are being impatient up to now, it's going to be real bad if they somehow to lose this game on Sunday. Um, there's no choice but to win. Looking at it from that point of view, if they were to get a win, the, the, the schedule really softens up into a nice place where you could string a few wins together and all of a sudden things look a whole lot different. But so, Sunday's a big game. You know, um, two will be now missing Devonte Parker at wide receiver, missing Xavier Hard corner. It's not necessarily going to be easy, but even you know, however you dice it, you have to find a way to come out of this with a with a win. Well, and I think I think one of the things
1: that Flores has done with with certainly different than what was what was there previous to him is that this is you know they have shown that they can get character what you're talking about is a character win a game where you you have to play well and you find a way to win and i think that they've shown that they can do that they just as you say they've got to do it on sunday what is going on with the dolphin faithful this weekend and are you guys taking over london or what's up (laughs) london's going to be in all kinds of teal i know that between you and the (laughs) Jags.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, um, there's a tailgate. It, there's a couple of different things going on tomorrow, especially in London. I know there's a tailgate party at the Hard Rock, um, which is apt being, um, I suppose, a sister venue to, to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. So um, there, there's a lot going on there tomorrow, which would be great. And then obviously, um, hopefully a lot of buzz around before the game on Sunday.
1: Now we get a lot of, you know, listeners and viewers from all over the world and, and, all over Europe, and a number of them are, are going to be in London, you know, for the games this weekend. For the game this weekend, if they want to, you know, contact other dolphin fans, or if they want to be a part of what you guys have got going on, you know, tell them. Tell me how they how they get in touch, or where they go, or what's the headquarters. All what's the four one one for this weekend?
3: <laughs> the, the, I mean, the main place to get get in contact with us on Twitter. Um, we, we just love to talk about dolphins all the time. Like even when things are going bad. There's nothing bad to be around other fans of your team and, and talk football. You know, it's yes, things haven't been great, but, you know, the chance to jump on a microphone and, and talk with, with you this evening or, you know, with the, the other guys on the podcast that we do during the week, it's just, it's the best hour of the week, you know? Now, tell me,
1: are you one of those guys? You're way too young for this. So, I'm not, so I think I already know the answer to this. But well, I run into so many fans in the UK that are Dolphin fans. And they go back, and they can trace their fandom directly to the Don <laughs> Dan Marino rather era Dolphins. You're
3: not you're not old enough to remember those guys, are you? No, not quite. Um, my my story of get, becoming a Dolphins fan is a little little quirkier. Um, I was I fell in love with the game by chance. Um, I stumbled across um, a Sky broadcast of a Super Bowl whilst babysitting my younger brothers. And I was like, I actually have a passion for this. This is, this game is amazing. I realized that I'd never really liked the sports that I've been watching. Like I watched them, but I didn't have a real passion for them. So I said to, said to my mom, who was in travel, look, I need to go out and see this live. She said, no problem. Where do you want to go? I was like, wherever's easiest. You just send me. She said, no problem. I'll send you to Tampa because you can fly to Orlando, it's nice and sunny, great. The day before I was due to fly, she says, you're not going to believe this, I, they can't get you a ticket for the game. I was like, okay. She said, I'll send you to Miami. So I flew to Miami, and that was it. I remember the, the moment I walked into the stadium and saw the field for the first time, just been hooked ever since. Oh, that's that's an awesome, <laughs> awesome story. You could have been a Bucks fan, but because they couldn't. Couldn't get a ticket, and you end up a
1: Dolphins fan. Man, that, that, Is it? I, like I've heard some, like you said, I've heard some quirky <laughs> ones, but that one's pretty quirky. Now, what's been the, the, the greatest takeaway of being a Dolphin fan and what's been the greatest frustration? Uh, uh,
3: let's start with the frustration. Let's, let's go to a positive afterwards. The, I think the frustration for me in my time as a Dolphins fan has just been the level of O-line play. Like the entire time, I know it's not necessarily uh, the most exciting thing to talk about, but it has got so many quarterbacks just absolutely battered in Miami. I mean, everyone had a fairly low opinion of Ryan Tannehill. And I think you just see with some protection, he, he's a more than capable quarterback. You know, uh, he, he's he's thrived in Tennessee, but what he couldn't be, what we couldn't offer him in Miami, Miami was any semblance of protection. And I, I just fear that Tua is getting that same treatment, and it, it it needs to be fixed. Okay, now
1: tell me, as a Dolphins fan, uh, your take right now. And I know you talk. You, you know, you, you mentioned the offensive line, but where do you feel that the club needs to go to to get to that level where they're competitive every? week with the top AFC teams, the Kansas cities, the Buffaloes, you know, those teams, what, what is it that they need to do as an organization?
3: I would like some, I'd like consistency. I'd like to, to, to ride this with Flores. I don't think it's, I know a lot of people are calling for, for, for Flores's head. If, if this goes continues to get worse, but I think you have to ride this out at some point. Um, and and continue the consistency. Again, to go back to the O line, I think it, it, if you if you fix that, you just give the you give the team an opportunity to be good. And at the moment, the, the the quarterbacks, even with Jacoby Brissett in the last three weeks, a lot of the time he's not even getting a chance to make a read and make a pass. It's you know, and I, I don't know how much you can blame him for that. And then consistency even within in the offence. You know, I think we've had a different start in um, five on the O-line every week so far. Um, they seem to have found a little bit uh, of something last week. The left-hand side of the line looked a bit better. But then, of course, this week you put in a right-handed quarterback and it goes back to the to the problem of, his blind side is now our weakest side of the O-line, and that's what got him hurt in week two. Well, I think I think it's it's something that offensive linemen and
1: the step that it takes for a young offensive lineman to, to play at the National Football League level is so huge because, obviously, not only it's youth and they're not big and strong enough, a lot of them, yet, unless you're talking about the elite, elite guys. And, you know, it takes time for offensive lines to play together. I mean... Like secondaries, they, you know, it require so much communication, so much understanding of how a guy is going to play a, a certain look or block a certain technique. And I think that's one of the areas where, you know, like you say, consistency is really, really critical. And I think that's an area where I, I, I agree with you. I think that's one of the areas that's hurt the Dolphins historically for a long time. And, you know, it's an area that they've got to shore up you know, hopefully they, they've still got some of that draft capital that, that they've had for the last that, couple
3: of years. I mean, that, that's the thing that scares you the most is, is everything seemed like a great plan whilst you were collecting draft capital. But if you don't spend it wisely, this, not worth anything.
1: That's, that's exactly right. Now, you mentioned your Twitter handle for Dolphin fans to congregate and uh, talk football, talk Dolphin football. Give it to us live right here so that the fans that are listening to this can, can hit you up.
3: So, is that Dolphin UK is the one for the pod, and I'm at Five Yard Lee, and I would just like to say thank you, Jeff, for having come on the Five Yard Rush podcast a number of times. It is absolutely great to have you on, and I love everything you do for us in the UK. It's it's amazing. Thank you.
1: Well, it's my pleasure, and and you know what, we're all part of the same big family. You know, whether we're a Dolphin fan, a, you <laughs> know, a, a Tampa Bay fan, or you know a Raider fan, it doesn't matter. We're all fans of this great game, and and uh, it's awesome now that the games are back. I mean. It was so cool oh, yeah. last, last week to see the, you know, the amount of people in the stands, the energy of the – you know the, are you going to the tailgate tomorrow? Are you going to be down there with Neil? Oh, yeah, tailgate? I'll be
3: down there, be there tomorrow for sure.
1: Well, listen, tell everybody that you see that I said hello and that I can't wait to be over and very shortly to be on TV and, and uh, you know, spend time with you guys because the fans in the UK are as good as there are in the world.
3: Uh, amazing. Thank you. Can't wait to have you back on our screens over here for sure. All right, mate. Thank you so much, and thank enjoy you. the enjoy the game and good luck, go Dolphins! I will. Thank you.
1: All right, brother. Great to have him. And I tell you what, Lee is a huge, huge Dolphin fan. You can, you can. His voice is dripping with passion. You're going back to London this week, aren't you?
0: I was a mute. It's just tonight's just full of surprises. Lee from Dolphin D O L hyphen fan UK great group they came on a couple of Broncos things as well great guys and, and thanks to leave for coming on so late as well enjoy the weekend yes I'm going to London town Londres in the morning again I just can't get enough of London Town. and uh, thanks to everybody that passed on a hello to Jeff last week when they met me I said like four or five people stopped me Jeff last week was oh Jen, yeah well I tell yeah, you what okay what do you got going on man I gotta know I want I may I may
1: have to do a live hit with you guys on Saturday or Sunday. What are you guys doing? Are you on top of a roof again or what, what in the subway or in a, in a black cab or what? I know you got something cooking.
0: A, a little bit of everything, man. I, I would love to get you on live. And I'm going to publicly say this. I have no idea how this, this technology works. It's the same thing we use. So like a little bit like this here. So if we brought you on live, I don't know how we could put it. where like, we're still full screen. I don't know. Talk about it after the show, but um le, a party tomorrow night um in like kilburn i i don't know where that is in london like maybe like west london it's like an irish park the fiddler and then we're live on sunday morning 9am the same place opposite the stadium on the roof providing it doesn't rain if it rains i have no idea what we're going to (laughs) do there's a couple of guests coming on richard graves coming on richard's doing nfl network this weekend which is awesome for him like that is that is amazing and a uh, couple couple more guests. I'll just say, just in case, I would feel bad if you couldn't. Your your friend Phoebe's coming up. Phoebe's going to come on awesome. around four thirty we'll, Eastern. Enjoy yeah. them
1: and tell all those people that we got to get him on the show. I I, I want to talk to Richard about his Cowboys because he's got to be on top of the world right now. <laughs> cowboy next to Fred Flunk. He might be the biggest cowboy fan I know. And at, with the Cowboys four and one, and I think looking down the barrel of five and one, I really believe that. That uh, you know, they're starting to make a believer out of me. You know, I didn't I, I've always been shy to say that the Cowboys are for real, but I tell you what, you look at them and they have done a great
0: job. Well, I'll tell you what, we're not gonna talk about the Raiders this week. Don't worry. It's all good. We're we're <laughs> not gonna talk about it. I've got I think Jeff, I've got a few comments here, man, um from people watching tonight. And do you know what, folks? I know it's late in, in the UK, Ireland, Europe, so fair play. Um at David Crook, I'm all in on Tua, but need to keep him upright. You need to keep him upright, David, in Glasgow, at J W Allerich. I'm not sure where you're from, man. They need to have patience, like at, at- Atlanta, about Ryan, in terms of talking about Tua, and um, also Brandon W 1994 in London for the Jags offense game. Jeff from Edinburgh, Scotland. Tua is fit. Let's go, Finns up. I'm buzzing. Tua is fit.
1: I, I, I tell you what, it's amazing what his, you know, when he got to green light this week, how that really. I mean excited the fan base and really gave them hope you know I love that kid and I want to see him succeed so bad and I just hope he you know like like coach Crook said I mean you got to keep him on his feet you got to keep him healthy you got to give him a chance to go through his reads and and uh, not be back there chucking and ducking every, every 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 time he goes back to throw but I, I, this is a huge game and it sounds like, okay, you got a, you know, got a team that hasn't one, there's one win between the two teams, but I'm telling you, this is a big, big win for both these clubs. Miami needs to win. Cause they got to get back in the race. They got to claw back in the race. They've got a schedule down the stretch. that gives them a chance if they can get healthy and, and get back and get some positive momentum. If you're the Jags, on the other hand, you just wouldn't need to win. You just got to find a way to win. And, and, uh, you know, I, I feel for those players. I really do. It's tough when you when you're five weeks into a season and have won a football game. And it's happened to me a couple times. It is a lonely place to be, man. It is absolutely no fun. So, uh, you know, both these teams need a win in this stadium very, very bad.
0: I'm I'm really excited for man. Did you get to catch the the Falcons Jets last week? Did you watch it live?
1: yeah it was awesome to see that in you know the environment just the, i i thought the energy in the stadium was amazing it really was, it was and, you know good. how about what the league has done now they had the combine the national player pathway program combine in london this week you know they've made it it's it's really turned into an event a week long event with two games on both you know with a game on the start and a game on the end and i think that's that's a really unique uh, way to approach it and making it a little bit like Super Bowl week, where it's you know, this there's something going on all week long, there's media attention focused on London and the UK all week long. It's a great, great thing. And now we got Germany coming in another year. I'll tell you what, baby,
0: that's good. Yeah, that's good. Das, Maybe Dublin in a couple of years. yeah who knows? The Steelers, man,
1: wonderful. Das ist underbar, as they say in Germany. I, I, you know what, let's, I think that's something we gotta, we gotta chop up every once in a while because I'm telling you, Ireland is is perfect because you got Croke park you got the Aviva it, as well you got, yeah aviva you got a history of football there they've packed that place for college football and certainly i think they would for the nfl and <laughs> just and they one got, game and one they game, the Jeff. 20
0: years one game one
1: they game, got the steelers 20. i mean they got a they got a like a family tie i guess to the steelers you know i think steelers broncos in that in that
0: stadium would be awesome <laughs> I would take the Steelers warming up in that stadium at, at this point. I, I think it's like, look, it's, we're going down a, like a rabbit hole here, but like, look, teams are going to be picking their markets for commercial opportunities next year. I, like I have no inclination to this whatsoever. I don't think it's far off. And it's interesting to see teams like the Jets really put a, like a forehold in the UK in the last couple of weeks as well. Uh, I really enjoyed now. I really enjoyed it last Sunday. I thought the atmosphere in Tottenham stadium was, was top class. And, I understand. There's obviously a business relationship there with Wembley. I'd be a happy, man, if you told me the games are going to be in Tottenham from now on because it was it was fantastic. It was great to meet people as well and just and just I guess have the crack. And uh, I can't wait to do it again this weekend. Do you want to go let's, over let's, some games before let's, we do let's,
1: that? Let's go through some picks and take some calls if we got them, or take some comments
0: if we got. Take them. some calls, Jesus. Uh, it's it's late. It's <laughs> there, there's no more calls. But I felt man, I felt bad for you with the Wi-Fi. Thankfully, though, I did get Devon off, and he was happy enough, and he was like, "Yeah, he was laughing about the Wi-Fi situation." Devon,
1: Devon funny. is one of the great kid, great guys. I say, kids, God Almighty, he, he's a grown man, but he, one of the great people I've ever met in this business, and really happy for him what, what he's doing. His family is awesome, and and uh, it was really great to hear him talk. I hope you can edit that in some way so it doesn't appear like we got like we're using <laughs> two paper cups in a long string, but. Well, uh,
0: I made this uh, within three seconds, so hopefully that will just have to do from now. That's it. Here, uh, this first game isn't on the graphic. It's not on Sky. It's on BBC uh, in in the whole of the UK and BBC Northern Ireland as well. The, I mean, the Dolphins, the Jags. Who have you got?
1: I'm going to take the Dolphins. I, you know, I, I just really think that the Dolphins have too many good players. I think two coming back will give them a lift. I know they're beat up right now. Um, you know, and it, it's interesting, Jacksonville you know, I, I, they say all the right things, but I, I just really think that, that that whole deal with urban Meyer really, uh, you know, is, is kind of a indication of just, it's not, something's not right there. And, mm. you know, I, 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 feel for urban. I feel for the players. I feel for every, Mr. Khan, everybody. And, but, you know, this is a, the, nobody, uh, nobody sends you sympathy cards in this business. If you're, you know, if, you're struggling, they they just want to beat you. You know, Coach Vermeil used to say it this way, Michael, he used to say, We gotta keep bad team or we gotta keep losing teams losing. And that's that's what people look to do when you when you're struggling, like the Jags are.
0: I'm gonna think of Dolphins as well. I, I'd love to pick the Jags, but I just think there's too much going on there. Obviously the whole Urban thing, it's that you know, he's obviously out of the limelight for at least this week again. So let's see what happens. Uh, two weeks ago, I thought Urban might not see He for Airport, Jeff. I, I'm being completely serious. But they all fly into Stansted. A couple of lads were getting the flight back from Dublin to, to Dublin at 10 30 last Sunday. I haven't got the picture here, but they met uh Zach Wilson. Is Ma- Matt Ryan to be fair to him? Stopped outside a cafe and took a picture with two lads. So they're all going through Stansted Airport. I shouldn't be saying that, but they're all going home. Oh uh, now you going to be. They're gonna have
1: to hire riot police
0: at Stansted now <laughs> with all the dolphin <laughs> and Jaguar fans. Oh gee, right? <laughs> um Okay, well, we're not looking to first night football. Chargers Ravens on Sunday. That, that, that's an intriguing game. Man. Like, Chargers, like Justin Herbert's 23 years of age. How good I tell is that you what,
1: like, They are fearless. The Chargers are that quarterback is fearless. And that, you know, Brandon Staley has done an outstanding job. They are really an aggressive. And I say aggressive, I'm not only talking about how physical they play, but I'm talking about their play calling. There's, you know, I, I, I love the way they play football. I just think that the west to east travel, which is the toughest that there is, and the fact that Baltimore can be so physical. And, you know, we saw last week that Lamar has really made strides throwing the football. I think it's going to be a tall ass for for you know San Diego to, or excuse me, for the Chargers to go across country and get a win in, in Baltimore. Baltimore is a tough place to play. It's going to be a weather game.
0: I, I, I'm going to take the Ravens. I'm taking the Chargers. I think they're for real. I think now with the Raiders, what's going on there, I think the Chargers have a massive opportunity this weekend to take one up in Kansas City, who have been massively unimpressive. And I was so happy that that game went on so late last Sunday. I could watch the game in the airport, Jeff, on the way home Monday morning. I'm taking the Chargers. How about the fact, now,
1: this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Would you have ever, ever thought we'd be five weeks into the season Five games into the season, and the the team at the bottom of the AFC West would be who? The Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh. Are you kidding me? Are you, now? I don't think it's going to end up that way. Let me <laughs> enjoy
0: it for two more days, Jeff. Come on. It,
1: it has <laughs> been tough. Well, I, I know because you guys, you guys are better get your ship righted in Denver pretty quick. What other games you got for us?
0: Uh, yes, sir. So that, that's the early game in the sky. Cardinals Browns at nine o'clock. Intriguing, Jeffrey. Intriguing. Yeah, Cardinals about, Browns.
1: Do you think Zach Ertz is gonna get two paychecks in the same week?
0: I think he's gonna score in Sunday. But here, Neil Neil picked some good games this week, to be fair to him. I, I, <laughs> listen to you.
1: <laughs> I, I tell you what, gonna be a great game. i I'm I still like the I I still like the Cardinals. Um you know the thing I saw out of Cleveland last week is obviously they ran the ball extremely well. Yada yada yada. Cardinals got some pretty good defensive football players, especially in that front seven. And I just didn't think that Baker. He had a chance to put that team on his back and and win that thing, and I didn't see. You know, I didn't see that. And you mm-hmm. know, OBJ has kind of been. You know, just. You know, it's, I don't know if it's a trust issue with with Baker or whatever, but. They're they're not hitting on all cylinders right now, and and I think that uh, Kyler Murray is, and I'm going to stay with a hot hand. I th- I'm going to take the Cardinals.
0: I'm going to the Cardinals as well. I think again on the NFC side, I think I think they're for real, man. I like you can see teams starting to emerge. The Cardinals obviously are one of them because of their record, but they, they just look so good. Yep. I'm going to take. I, I think I think they get the win. I, I think get the points. Sunday night football. I know I know we're we're, we're all busy, man. Seahawks Steelers, uh, I think tonight actually in the last hour, Russell Wilson put an IR misses at least three games. I mean, I think NBC must be disgusted that they've picked this game, Jeff. Eight weeks ago, <laughs> Seahawks Steelers, <laughs> you, you, you mean
1: there's not a lot of fans that are going to want to come see Geno Smith on TV Saturday night? Or
0: I'm Saturday, thinking more about it here. Saturday it's night. 1 a.m. You've been in London all day, and the Seahawks and the Steelers are playing. What are you going to do? Oh, I'll watch the game. Nah, nah, not you
1: long. know what? I'm going to tell you something, both those fan bases. Will watch this game now. I don't know if anybody else will watch it, but you know the Steelers fan base is passionate about their football team. Doesn't matter, and the same with the Hawks. But I, you know what concerns me about the Hawks, Mike, is they are on path for a historically bad year on defense, and and you know one more they,
0: game, one yeah, game away, and ha-
1: not having not having Russell Wilson is certainly not going to help you know help that because if you can't. You know, if you can't stay on the field offensively and the defense has to start playing a lot, its I mean, that's thats not a recipe for success in Seattle. And I know that's got to be killing Pete Carroll because he's a defensive guy.
0: We'll have to get him on the show to talk about it next week, Jeff. Uh, Monday Night Football, Bills, Titans. Some clangers of games. That's 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock. And now that, like, Bills, Titans, I, I can't call that. I'm going to say Buffalo, i Buffalo. I'm, I'm going
1: to say Buffalo, but I'm going to say it's going to be closer than people think it's going to be, right? Because King Henry is, you know, the real deal. And, you know, I'm not sure. Again, I still say that the challenge with Buffalo is, you know, up front on defense. If you say there's any area, it's in the trenches, offensively and defensively, where they, you know, you got to see what they're up to. Is Milano going to play? You know, there's some issues right there. Now, whether they can whether the titans can stop that buffalo offense uh, i don't know but i'm going to take the bills but i think this game's gonna be a little closer than people think
0: yes sir that's all i have for this week jeff i have no special guests i did try to get a jaguars player on for a a surprise but i think he's in bed (laughs) you know to be fair to be fair to them like they were training until around 10 or 11 o'clock uk time yesterday I know I was trained in the evening and then he got straight over here. So it must be exhausting. Thomas, the fair play to Thomas Worstead last week. He looked, he looked exhausted. He was looking at you, Jeff, like I'm tired. I'm not really joking, but no, he he obviously enjoyed it. It, I I know the result didn't go his way on on Sunday, but I'm sure it was a a special experience for him as well.
1: Well, you know, I I thought he played extremely well. And, you know, that was a game that might have been his last game and it was awesome of him to take time to, you know, be on the show with us, you know, on the eve of you know, what a game that was may possibly be his last football game. And that was really poignant to hear him talk about that. It's awesome when you get, you know, it's one thing to have players on. It's one thing. It's another thing to have players on that really will share with you what they're thinking or or how they feel, just like Devon was today, you know, to Mm -hmm. hear him talk about Colt Brennan and their relationship was, was an awesome thing. And, you know, hearing break down what he, you know, where he thinks two is going and and, all of that stuff is, I think, really priceless stuff. And, And it's awesome to be able to share it with our, with our listeners and viewers,
0: we're back in a normal day and time next week. You, you, you got to give me twenty four hours to get over London. Just, just give me the Monday. Night. Do not text me until Tuesday morning. Yeah. All right. I say next week. Yeah. All right. Let's let's get
1: that done. Hey, listen. Enjoy London. Tell everybody back there. I said hello, and let's get on. Let's. I'll I, I tell you what. Let's get on Sunday, and we'll. we'll I, I gotta. I gotta be a part of that act that you got going on on top of that roof
0: let's see what we can do i'll speak to the producer I'm like honestly i'm not even trying to big this up i have no idea how it works i'm gonna tell everybody this live now we'll see the cracks in the producers see what we can do even towards the end of the show if needs be in terms of time and stuff but we'll try and do it it might be where we're both like this both screens but leave it with me and, and, and i'll work it out man but uh, again thank you for your support last weekend as well massively appreciate it and to over one thousand people that have watched this broadcast tonight uh from 11 o'clock uk time ireland time that is fantastic in the comments, etc. Thanks a million, Jeff. Uh, see you ya. See ya soon.
1: Well, I, I tell you what, the Tribe the tribe is a great, great bunch of fans, and it's awesome to have you with us. We'll see you next week. If, you, if you're if you in London, go see Mike. If you're not in London, listen to what the uh, NFL has to say, because they they up from the rooftop one more time.
0: Yes, sir, and we'll be outside the stadium tomorrow at 2pm if anybody wants to say hi or potentially buy me a pint. Good night. Cheers, Jeff. All right. Aloha.
1: See you.